I'm Carmen Otto from Olympia, Washington. Heat Warmer is a band that originated at the University of Washington in Seattle. Their music is an eclectic and bombastic combination of progressive rock, 80s pop, and jazz fusion. Really cliche question, but I want you all to just answer at the same time. What are your top influences? Star, Star Wars! Star Wars. <laughs> <laughs> In recent years, the trio has been on a hiatus due to the two of the band members relocating to LA and New York. But this March, they came together in Seattle to record a new EP available on Bandcamp called Electric City. This podcast is brought to you by listeners like you, actually. If you want to join the Low Profile supporters, visit patreon.com slash lowprofile to make a standing donation. It also helps to leave a rating and review on Apple Podcasts. Smash the like and subscribe button, and of course, tell a friend. Here is a clip of the title track from Heat Warmer's Electric City. People who are listening, who aren't in on this conversation, I'm, I'm talking right now with the members of Heat Warmer, and Hi. I've got, Hello. got Luke, and then Hi. I got Evan, and I got Hello. Aaron. That's me. And uh, y'all are in the greater Seattle area or or where where are you guys that's that's a good place to start uh I'm currently in Ellensburg Washington (laughs) yeah so kind of much greater Seattle area but kind of in the ballpark okay yeah got quarantined here um supposed to go back to New York next week but it's looking like I'll probably just stay here for a while so Yep. Okay. How about you, Evan? I am in Seattle in the South Park neighborhood. The great Seattle area. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Best. And Aaron? I'm in Bremerton, Washington right now. Also quarantined here. Uh, I've been living in Los Angeles for the last year and a half. and Also was trying to get back, but now I'm here. And that's fine. Wow. <laughs> And the reason you guys are all in Washington right now is, well, I mean, I was going to go see you guys perform a week ago. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I was, I was hoping yeah. to. And then it started looking like maybe I shouldn't go up to Seattle right now. Yeah. Right. And then you guys did perform. Yeah. <laughs> for yeah. what? You know, a few hundred people at least, right? 
Yeah, just on the internet though. Yeah. Yeah, live yeah. streamed it. Yeah. <laughs> but that was kind of cool because more people that were didn't even live in the area could. We, we only had like this one kind of public show and more people in it, like around the wherever. We have some friends that wanted to see it in different areas and they could tune in and stuff. So that ended up being pretty cool. We ended up billing it as our first world tour because uh, technically we we're broadcasting everywhere so got it done in under two hours or somewhere around there that's gotta Not be bad. a record yeah i think so yeah i think uh giving santa claus a run for his money <laughs> 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 well um i really enjoyed the performance uh what i what i caught of it which uh i was thank you i was, I was sitting there watching it out as soon as i put my kids to bed i like kind of ran down and <laughs> checked it out and i really enjoyed it um and i heard awesome. some new songs yeah and mm -hmm. some new ones you guys recorded an ep mm -hmm. yeah yeah that's right just now uh yeah we like right before we did the live stream we set up and recorded at least the basic tracks and then finished up the vocals and stuff the next day so we were all we were all set up from recording to do the do the show which was kind of nice because it sounded more pro i guess than <laughs> yeah yeah did you have those songs on reserve or did you just kind of crank them out what what was the deal with that yeah a couple of them, oh well a couple of them we played like two years ago or something in like kind of primitive forums oh, oh yeah. yeah not not complete probably yeah not like, complete scraps yeah. of them but yeah and then the others were just like kind of i don't know maybe i write like one song every six months or something and uh, <laughs> so eventually they accumulate at like a stalagmite type pace <laughs> but yeah it, yeah but you just you just sent them out like some guitar and voice demos to us before we met up that weekend and uh, we, I think Aaron and I, you know, just took some time individually to play along and kind of find out or feel out some parts for ourselves. And then we, yeah, just got together that last weekend basically. And, and then uh, worked them out as a band, but yeah. it was yeah, pretty quick. Kind of uh, into working remotely before it was cool. Yeah. Totally. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I've had a little bit of experience doing that um, when I was playing with Lake. We yeah, would, we yeah. would do some correspondence, practicing or correspondence writing. Yeah, and yeah. It makes mm -hmm. it even more fun when you get together to do it right. for the first time, is because you've all got right. like your own experience with it that you bring to the table. Yeah. Actually, I have yeah. to say the first first time I ended up working collaborative in this way was uh, playing SimCity with a friend. It was SimCity 2000, so I'd like work on the city for a little bit and then <laughs> uh, save it and email it to him. And then, you know, he put it, unleash a disaster on it and send it back. It was like a pretty good, pretty good working relationship. That's great. <laughs> what kind of file was that that you emailed? <laughs> I think it was uh, .sc2 was wow. the format. Yeah. Wow. Sim City too. Yeah, they don't make them like they used to. <laughs> well, I really enjoyed the EP, uh, Electric City. And, yeah. Uh, 
yeah, easy to misread at first. Um, I, totally. I think we, we started the show off with the title track, or I guess it's called My Song 24 or something. <laughs> um, yeah. <laughs> but, um, yeah, it's, you know, it's real, like, getting you pumped music. It's really, uh, mm. yeah, it's, it, it's, it's a real pick-me-up. And mm, nice. um, I like the, the different sections of it. I, so you were talking about sort of putting songs together in fragments, and um, is that is that a longstanding thing? Because your your songs do tend to have like, you know, different like sort of suites to them sometimes. Mm. Yeah. Like, mm-hmm. or, I don't know if that's the right way to put it, but um, yeah, very very unexpected turns um, to where it almost sounds like you just changed a radio station or something. Yeah. Well, one method that we have employed before was uh, like one person is on the laptop, like writing something and we're all in the van and then like we'll switch some, you know, someone else will get the laptop and like take it from there. That's been like, like an exquisite corpse or something. Right. Right. Mm -hmm. We didn't do that for all of them, but it kind of (laughs) became like, I don't know, a good way of making stuff like that. Yeah. That makes me think of uh, changing my mind from Here Comes the Band. Mm. That's definitely like the most kind of patchwork back and forth <laughs> writing, writing one. Yeah, I want, like... I want to play that one right now, actually, and then we can talk about it a little bit. Sure. Okay.
fucking song. <laughs> that was great. Did it just happen? It just happened, yeah. <laughs> I fell asleep for a little while. Yeah, no, it, 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 it holds up. Cool. <laughs> Thank you. Um, yeah. Who, what's up with that song? Where, where, who, 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 did you write the lyrics, Luke? Do you write most of the lyrics? Or? Yeah, I did. Although, um, actually, Carl Blau had, I used, I stole some from him because for a while he had like a website that was like free lyrics for anyone to use. Yeah. I remember and, that, uh, yeah. Yeah, and I, I was like, I couldn't, I have a hard time thinking of lyrics. And so for that one, I think I just like, went to his website and like picked out a few lines and then kind of filled in the rest. So <laughs> Carl, Carl wrote some of the lyrics of that song, which is kind of cool. <laughs> I, at this point, I totally forget like which ones. Mm. But, <laughs> Didn't that be eventually become a book called Rhizomes? That, yes, uh, it did. Project? Yeah. yeah, it's a yeah. published book now. Yeah. Pretty everyone, sweet. Everyone go check out Carl's book to get some ideas for mm -hmm. writing lyrics or just to read his poetry. Mm. So Aaron, uh, you're credited with orchestral arrangements. Yeah. yeah uh, that's maybe something that's just kind of, it happens playing synths and keyboards where uh, there's a lot of keys, a lot of options. And, uh, you know, I've, I've just been working with Luke and, uh, and Evan and the other members, past members of Heat Warmer over the years, uh, become something I really like to contribute is figuring out kind of where I fit in with the different instrumentation and, and also just how to bring out certain parts of the songs. And I've also always really loved uh, orchestral music, especially soundtracks, say composers like John Williams and just fascinated what uh, people do to bring out the colors of the orchestra and having a few different synths around is kind of like a miniature version of that. So, uh, and then later on, I got interested in specifically synth players and composers like Jan Hammer and um, especially uh, this Japanese artist Tomita who uh, recorded a bunch of classical repertoire um, completely on synths. He would take like a year to multi-track just like one piece like uh claire de lune by Debussy or the planets by holst and uh, just hearing those tones and colors uh used to create this experience was it's been really inspiring so that's something i really like to bring to this band for sure do you uh can you write music out on paper and everything yeah yeah and we sometimes will communicate that way as well you know just mm -hmm. like Luke will write something out for me, or uh, I think maybe in, there was a section of the song "Here Comes the Band" where he handed a wanted me to kind of come up with an arrangement for that, so I wrote that part out. And um, then we're a lot of the time we'll use Logic, uh, or maybe when we've written uh, things out for our cohorts in the extended universe, which is sort of the rotating cast of horn players and woodwind players who sometimes play with us at live shows how about you evan are you a uh, classically trained uh professional grade uh are you are you versed in in that way 
Um, not classically trained, really. No, I would. Um, I grew up playing a lot of jazz stuff, primarily. Like, I don't know. That's I got into music from playing like in jazz bands and in, in you know middle school and high school and. Um, I've heard met, jazz is quite yeah. good. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, me too. <laughs> Uh, yeah, I hear it at Starbucks a lot. <laughs> yeah, good stuff. That's what I think. It makes me want a latte, you know. <laughs> Definitely. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, I, I've st I've studied music like in college to like I, I don't know. I, I met Luke and Aaron through the University of Washington. Uh, we all, I guess, got like our jazz studies degrees there. Um. But yeah, so I, I yeah, I've I've spent a lot of time, uh, <laughs> I guess, like seriously working on music, and I I pursue it full time as well. I, I you know same with Luke and Aaron and everything, but I'm not. I wouldn't say I'm classically trained, you know, specifically. So you're uh, what they call a jazz cat. <laughs> yeah, that is that is the precise way of describing. So yeah. It's a little more casual. <laughs> so, what did you guys bond over when you uh, when you first met in, oh, in the music man, world no. or otherwise? Yeah, I guess music yes. is the easy way, but yeah, yeah. I'm trying to think of other things that we're interested oh. in. Are y'all friends? Can I ask? Is that the personal question? Oh, sure. Yeah. Heck yes. Yeah. Yeah, well, Heck yes. the other day um, we like, watched a movie on uh, like press play at the same time and like talk on the phone as it's going <laughs> and with a, with a couple other friends. Oh, that's so, uh, that's deep friend. Yeah, that's, that's what friends do. In our particular case, I think we were looking for like uh, Evan. Weren't you searching by like lowest rated movies on Rotten Tomatoes? Yeah, it seems to be our bag. You know, like we just. I feel like most of the movies we watch together are ones that are you know fun to like quote unquote hate watch i guess you know like yeah. uh i don't know i don't i'm not sure if we've ever watched i guess besides like the like star wars trilogy and like i remember watching blade runner with you guys and like maybe uh i don't know i feel like most of the movies we watch are like <laughs> pretty bad but they're i don't know it's fun i mean also. that's the kind of movie that you know, it's more fun to watch with someone else anyway. Totally. Yeah. Yeah. I yeah, guess like, it, yeah. We're we're mostly just like hanging out, I guess, when we're watch we're not really like we're yeah, we're like not watching we're not hanging out to all pay attention to a movie and not talk, you know, we wanna it's fun to just kinda like comment the whole time and like <laughs> we're all not necessarily pay attention. <laughs> Sure, sure. For the ironic detachment, kind of. Yeah. I guess maybe one other uh, piece, too, is that we were all involved in the racer sessions and still are, or at least Evan is keeping it going. In fact, just yesterday did like an on remote version of racer sessions. What's racer yeah. sessions? Oh, it's, uh, well, Evan, would you like to talk a little bit about it? Sure.
um, yeah, Rage for Sessions. It was something that um, a group of us started, including Luke and Aaron and a handful of other folks. Back in 2012, uh, or 2010. 2010, yeah, January of 2010, so it's been 10 years. Uh, but it's a weekly jam session that happens every Sunday night, 8 to 10 p.m. at Cafe Racer, um, where we have a different person each week or, or artists or, or group who's like the featured, you know, performer uh, who presents some new music uh, and kind of provides a prompt or a concept to uh, for the following jam session to sort of be inspired by. Um, so each week is, you know, has like a different thing and um, yeah, opening set and then a jam session that follows and it's all ages and open to all skill levels. I think that's something we kind of pride ourselves on is, you know, a lot of, there's a lot of jams around town that are maybe like jazz jams or even like whatever groove funk jams, but you kind of have to like be of a certain skill level to, you know, like participate because it's like a, you're playing with a, you know, it's a certain kind of idiomatic type of playing that requires a certain amount of skill. But with this really like anybody, like anybody could go up and do anything. But yeah, right now, you know, because cafe racer and, a lot of other restaurants and bars are closed, but uh, Racer is closed at the moment. So we're experimenting with some different ways to host virtual sessions. So I think this Sunday we might try doing like a live uh, live stream session, like where people can, we'll, we'll set up like a thing on maybe Zoom and create an event and like share like uh, the way to, for people to join in and like, We'll see, <laughs> I guess. Could be awesome, could be crazy, but uh, yeah. Um, okay, I wanna talk about another song from your EP. Is it okay, Is it okay if I play like t two tracks from this? Yeah, absolutely, yeah. Yeah. Okay. as much as you want. All right. <laughs> well, um, God, it's, it's even hard to choose, so. Um, <laughs> Can we talk about merch for sale?
are just beautiful. Um, they're they're very very poetically put together, um, and so much sincerity. And it is like, you know, it's it's a statement, and you don't see it coming exactly right away. Yeah, um, it's based on a true story, you know. Yeah. No, of course not. Nobody would try that hard to sell merch. <laughs> no, <I've... laughs> it's it's a bit of a snake oil salesman affair. Oh yeah, but, yeah. Uh... <laughs> well, it's it's that it's got the allure, you know. Yeah, it hooks you in. Like these these items we lovingly crafted with our own hands. Yeah. No. They're actually printed by like a record press. <laughs> Pass through our hands at some point. Yeah. There's um, people listening, maybe. Yeah, full disclosure. Uh, I guess I guess we folded the T-shirts, so we did. at the time. Yeah. So there, there's an element of truth to that. <laughs> um, do you guys plan to give Electric City uh, a release, um, other than digital at this point, or what? What do you think about that? Ooh, um, I guess if there's right now, it's kind of like we're all storing boxes of other releases, like in various oh, places, yeah. and um, yeah, it kind of like without getting together too much, uh, it's hard to sell them. But you yeah. never know. Yeah. Um, if if uh, if there's like an incredible demand for them, like, <laughs> then we'll think about it. But I don't know. What do you guys think? Yeah, I mean, yeah, we, we've... We haven't it, talked we, about it. We, <laughs> so you guys are yeah. sitting on LPs right now? I have, like, three left. So whoever the like next lucky three people are, um, <laughs> you better hurry up and... Three records or three boxes? Three records total. Oh, I thought you said you had boxes of them. <laughs> um, oh. Yeah. oh, hang on. I, I also have to do an edit in case this goes on the actual radio. I did a call to action, and you're not supposed to do that, so... You can purchase their record by visiting their website. Heatwarmer.bandcamp.com Yeah. That's right. And I sure did. Nice. (laughs) Thank you. Yeah, Yeah, and I will ship it to you personally. He's talking to the listeners, not not me. I already have one. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, I'm good too. How about the, uh, the eponymous album? Ooh. Ooh. That's all I mean we're we're out of that one, I think. Yeah. Or do we have I don't I don't think we have I think we sold all the all the vinyl of that one. Yeah. I'm pretty sure discogs only at this point. Well I I have a copy for five hundred (laughs) dollars. Yeah. And um I paid five for it. Um but if whoever buys it, I'll give Heat Warmer all the money. (laughs) I'll I'll give you some toilet paper for it. Yeah, <laughs> three rolls. Uh, yeah. Well, I have a yeah, two and a half. Two and a half. That's fair. <laughs> okay. <All> right. <laughs> um. Anyway, merch for sale was a uh, very. Uh, I I can relate to it because I've been. You know, you you just you stop playing and then you run over and you just like you're there with hungry eyes hoping that somebody's gonna make it so you're not uh in the red at the end of the night oh yeah totally and like i think that song just came out of the necessity for like not wanting to mention to the audience over the mic that 
you know, come please buy our merchandise. Like that was getting right. so annoying that they're brilliant. Like, oh, let's make a song. And then uh, we played yeah. the song and it actually kind of seemed to work a little better than like uh, verbally asking people to buy our merch. So. <laughs> Why didn't we ever make one about, uh, you know, crashing on people's couches? Can we <laughs> right. sleep in your, yeah. in your spider filled basement? Yeah. Right. <laughs> I think that Jeffrey Lewis has a song about that. Uh, <laughs> um, yeah. Let's do a cover. Yeah. So has that song been kicking around for a while? Merch for sale. That's from our last, the last tour that we did. Yeah. Right? Summer 2017 time. tour. Okay. Yeah. So that's an older one. Wow, that was the last time we toured, or that's the first. That was the first time we played that song. Summer 2017. Mm-hmm. So. Dang. Nice. Yeah. <laughs> Well, yeah. I'm glad to hear it worked. Yeah. Yeah, yeah we made I, it home. <laughs> the tour or the song? <laughs> oh, yeah. Well, I, I guess I didn't ask how the tour went. Um, yeah, we made it back. That's good. <laughs> yeah, the song because we played the song, it, yeah, we got gasoline, good food for our bodies. Yeah. We to buy soap, though, unfortunately. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Too bad. Yeah, now you can't even buy that anymore. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, where did you go on that tour? Um, that one was, that was like... one of the full loop U.S. ones, I think. Yeah. yeah. And then we did a little tag on after that with uh, Carl Blau that was uh, almost all Idaho, right? Yeah. Oh, we did wow. Coast, New York, and... Uh, oh, yeah, Doug. Yeah. January That's right. of 2018. That's right. Okay. And then the Idaho was like the spring of 2018? Or... So, oh, it was later. Oh, okay. Yeah. September. Okay. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Just all over Idaho? Yeah, yeah. all over Idaho. Wow. Yeah, we it's... didn't even go to like a lot of the cities. We were like playing at like hot springs resorts and stuff. Um, it's pretty cool. It's very his, Carl. His like, <laughs> his Booker. I guess is based in Boise, so yeah, Eric Gilbert just knew a ton of Idaho spots. It was, I mean, it was like one of the most fun tours, if not the most fun tour. I don't know. I mean, it was pretty awesome. Yeah, it was pretty fun. <laughs> not too long. Lots of hot springs. Uh, Crystal Mountain. Yeah, <laughs> mountains made out of quartz. It's great. That sounds magical. Yeah. yeah. Idaho has a lot of like kind of hidden stuff going on. It's like there's a hot springs like every ten miles on the highway that you can turn off. And go check out. But, yeah, I should go. We should do another one. Yep, I agree. Yep. One of these days. <laughs> one of these yeah. days. Once we can leave the house again. <laughs> so, Aaron and Luke, you both left Seattle. Was it around the same time? Or? Yeah, in yeah. 2018. Yeah, fall 2018. Mm-hmm. And so how come? <laughs> um, I guess I'll go first. Yeah. <laughs> um, I just like, I don't know, been in Washington for a long time and uh, wanted to kind of switch it up and uh, go somewhere else for a while, see what happens. Um. And I guess that's about that's about it. There were some some people that I have been playing with, and like a nice living situation that popped out 
popped up in New York, and so I just thought I'd go there and try it out. Cool. So yeah, so something happened then. Something happened. Yeah, that's good. Yeah, Aaron. But, why LA? Uh, similar. I mean, I think I knew a lot of people who were moving down there, and I like uh, a lot of the uh, a lot of the bands. Uh, to be more specific, uh, yeah, just some of the intersections between, like, say, uh, jazz and like produced music and um, pop and. Uh, <laughs> Rock, underground rock, DIY rock. Yeah, a lot of a lot of pals are kind of moving that direction, and um, also just similarly wanted to change, see what another city was like, uh, and maybe also try to get into more like session type work as well. Uh, just because that's a a big thing down there, as we all know. Um, yeah, and weather, I don't know, just like maybe see what it's like to not experience like dark, cold winter for once in my life. It's nice. And did all did all you guys grow up in Washington? Yes. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Yep, here in this very house. <laughs> wow. <laughs> in this very room? In this very room. In this, wow. Yep. Evan, what's keeping you in Washington? Oh man, um, I don't know. I mean, it's just like a little of everything, probably. Like, I just have a lot of a lot. I don't know, a lot of work here. A lot. Of, I, I'm. I teach, you know, a lot of lessons. I work at a record label. I play a lot of gigs. Play with bands. Um, my family is here, which is, you know, it's it's fun to see family frequently uh so yeah a little bit of everything i you know i i feel like i've grown accustomed as well to just like the uh i don't know sort of the quality of life here like i can have like a pretty good sized living space for not a ton of money i can play music in my living space um not that that's exclusive to Seattle, of course, but like um, maybe easier to find in Seattle than in somewhere like New York, for instance. Um, and I play drums, which is an added challenge. <laughs> sure. Uh, That'll keep you grounded. Yeah. And like the climate, too, you know, I, I don't know. Very accustomed to it. But yeah, a little bit of everything, I feel like. But, uh, We'll see. I, I, I imagine, I, I mean, I think about the prospect of moving more and more, you know, as I get older and as I see more friends moving away, you know, it's hard to not think about. So see what happens. I, I, there's nothing like super clear. I don't, I feel like I don't, uh, have, there's not like anything pulling me super strong right now, but, uh, maybe I will feel that, feel that way sometime soon. We'll see. <laughs> Yeah, you never know. But for the moment, I'm stuck. <laughs> yeah, yeah. We're not outside anywhere. of my control at the moment. So. Yeah, <laughs> it's a little hard to picture a future at all right now. That's yeah, right. <laughs> yeah, uh, Jeff, charity. I don't know. Maybe not. <laughs> yeah. Really cliche question, but I want you all to just answer at the same time. What are your top influences? 
classical jazz uh, rock <laughs> yeah. world. Wait, you can start saying anything. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, it was what worth it, a try. Uh, God. <laughs> uh, I think Luke nailed that it. That brought up more questions than answers. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. Oh man. Yeah, the list. I mean, yeah. Uh, mom and dad. Uh, yeah, see, <laughs> it wasn't not necessarily music. It could be anything. Yeah, yeah it kind of keeps changing for me. I guess mostly, I just I am inspired by my friends and music these days, and there's plenty of those. So I don't know. It's just. Maybe maybe recently I've been into like a lot of um, uh, samba and Brazilian music. Uh, Marcos Valle, I think that's. I love Marcos Valle. Right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I got hooked on this uh, light in the attic vinyl called Previsão do Tempo, uh, and got to see him live in Los Angeles uh, at the Lodge Room for uh, this jazz is not, jazz is dead concert. Um, it was so good it was really fun he's like in his 70s and is still like amazing he plays exclusively fender Rhodes, or mostly yeah just like electronic electric pianos and uh writes is writing really awesome stuff and yeah it's just kind of he's had one of those careers that's like changed like with the decade and kind of morphed and evolved over time but uh you know still has this really distinct identity at the same time yeah, I was, I was only familiar with his um, very earliest. I, I have like some of his '60s albums, and uh, I didn't even realize that he had like gone off in such crazy directions until I saw totally. that Light in the Attic stuff. And uh, yeah, really, yeah, I think I once heard him on like some kind of like it's called it was called like ultimate beach chill out or something it was like kind of like this like down tempo techno stuff that oh, they totally. played at the barnes and noble i worked at a long time ago i was like marco's it can't be the same guy uh, probably was. <laughs> wouldn't be I need surprised to, I need to hear this stuff oh shit yeah excuse me <laughs> we're, we're gonna we're gonna hear a little bit of that right now yeah Ooh, song stuck in my head and I was trying to figure out what album it was on and I was like maybe it was some <laughs> weird single I, I just had like you know the ghost of the melody in my head 
And it turned out to be the song from the Mentos commercials. Whoa. <laughs> nice. <laughs> I got to hear that. Yeah, we did that one. Yeah, yeah. It, I, yeah. I, one of my favorites. I, I think that's how I got turned on to y'all. <laughs> how does that one go again? Nothing gets to you staying fresh, staying cool with Mentos fresh, full of life. <laughs> Mentos fresh and full of life. There you go. Is that one of them? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah that's nice. the tagline. And they're going to send me so much money after this comes out. Oh, shit. We've unintentionally quoted things in our songs, like in that Changing My Mind song. Like someone, maybe someone else pointed out to us that. There's a portion of that song that is just the rush, like a, it's like the Russian national anthem, I guess. Wow. Uh, and yeah, we, it just was a complete accident. Or was it? Uh, or was it? <laughs> or maybe there's bots like in our brains or something. You're right. I blame the bots. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, yeah. And you guys are big on conspiracy theories, right? <laughs> I mean, uh, it's hard not to be. Yeah, yeah. Especially these days. I mean, what, what else are you gonna do? <laughs> I mean, so in the song "American Dog." Uh... Hear that if you uh, reverse the um, the beginning letter of dog and the ending letter, it spells God, and so you know there could have been a subliminal message in there somewhere. Oh yeah, I think so. So yeah, conspiracy theories abound. Yeah, well, I never knew that. <laughs> Man, whose dog was barking in that song? I think that was I think it was Mitty. Wasn't it? Yeah, I think that was just some stock. But when we played live, like I have samples of my <laughs> old dog Patrick on my out? sample pad that I, mean, I play. I was we could just keep talking for a while. Wow, that's great. He's, yeah, so I don't have to think about that. He's not with okay. us anymore, but well, he is on the sample no, pad. But yeah, <laughs> you guys have any plans? He lives on. Really yeah, maybe that uh, should I be mean, like I have, a new. Uh, bunch of students uh, that I'm teaching like, uh, uh, remember your pets you know, forever by virtually them in a yeah, like video <laughs> different video <Yeah>. call <laughs> software <laughs> uh, <laughs> that's going okay <laughs> um, All right. yeah like I don't a, know trying to like go on walks and guess. stuff um, uh, yeah. I currently <laughs> am still able to work at this record label I work at because it's just a very small operation it's like 
just kind of two or three people usually. What's that record uh, label? Oh, it's called Origin Records. It's like a jazz label. Um, but yeah, we'll see uh, if I don't know if I'll keep going there after this. Uh, you know, once once they the uh, shelter in place thing is uh, goes into effect officially in forty eight hours or so, or I don't know <laughs> from the time this podcast airs, it'll probably be already in effect. But... Yeah, most likely. Um, yeah, I'm just gonna have to like try to play more music, stay busy, and uh, clear out my inbox, you know, and like read some books or something. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Catch up on some emails. Yeah, there's always that. <laughs> <laughs> I'm this has never been. There's never been a better time to check your email. Yeah. <laughs> I gotta clean my email box out. I think I'm somewhere over 4,000 in there. Yeah. Unread or just 4,000 total? It says unread, but you know, you read, you read the title. (laughs) Good enough. Yeah. I'm a real book by its cover kind of guy. Yeah. I, I, once I joined a Slack channel, um, like I just couldn't keep up with opening all of them. And, uh, I think I'm up around 2000 now. I get an email every time I use my debit card, and I can't figure out how to make it stop. Ooh, that's, that's tough. <laughs> Spam? Spam? Spam. And, yeah. Yeah. That, that'd be a good way to go. What you need to do is just reverse engineer it so that every time you use your debit card, uh, it pays with emails and you get money back. I like that because I have them saved up. I've been saving them up for like a decade or more. Yeah, 4,000 in emails. I mean, that's (laughs) that'll not last you a while. Yeah, I'm going to be able to write this out. Yeah. I'm I'm starting, uh, I'm going to Evergreen next week. Um, Starting there as a, uh, starting there as a junior. So it'll be like my classes are going to be like this. Yeah. First, uh, or you know, for the foreseeable future, however long it takes. But what are you studying? Uh, well, I'm going for radio journalism. Oh, cool! But uh, I'm gonna have to make my own program for that eventually. They actually will be having a course on that in the summertime, and right now I'm just taking another program that is taught by a radio journalist, but that's not the subject. But he's uh. Mm. He said he'd have my back if I wanted to keep doing this kind of stuff while I'm in his class. So cool. So yeah, that's awesome. Sounds good. Should be fun. <laughs> um, I'm not sure how I'm gonna pull it. I mean, I guess my my kids are going to college too. Mm. <laughs> yeah, they could get a degree too while they're while you're at it. Three for one. Yeah. Or how many kids do you have? Why do I think you have two kids? Yeah, I got two right now. Yeah. Yeah. Sometimes you can just tell. <laughs> just kidding. I don't know. <laughs> My question is, if you're uh, doing like a virtual classroom, how do you sit in the back? Like if you want to sit in the back. Yeah, I'm, trying in the to figure, I, I'm just going to put the laptop really far away and use like a <laughs> headphone, like Bluetooth headset. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And I'll just be on my bed and the computer will be like in the doorway, you know. 
opposite corner of the room. It's <laughs> <laughs> right. like you got to back there. <laughs> you know, I'll get, I'll get singled out for sure. Yeah. Yeah. How do you bring an apple for your teacher anymore? That's uh, Apple Pay. <laughs> Another Standard. drum fill, please. <laughs> oh, okay. okay. Oh, what? Sandbag sand, sandbag. Okay. Aaron's Aaron's busted out the Moog. I think Aaron just like uh, wants to play a song right now. Uh, let's see. How about a little? Um... <laughs> Number one influence. Yeah, number one influence right there. Actually, yeah, probably Star Wars. <laughs> yeah, we should have all said Star Wars at the same time. Yeah. yeah. All right, here. But, uh, we'll, we'll, we'll edit in later. Yeah. One, <laughs> yeah. two, three. Star, Star Wars! Wars. <laughs> <laughs> How'd we do? That, that's great. That's probably going at the top of the episode. <laughs> <laughs> Good call. <laughs> Well, heat warmer. I'm I'm gonna wrap it up because I'm uh, right. I'm piling up a lot of tape these days, <laughs> yeah. and uh, I, I'm gonna try and get this out asap. So, awesome. um, thank you guys for sharing with me, and thanks for making the music you've made, and I hope you continue to. Thank you. Thanks. Yeah. yeah. Thanks for having us on. Yeah, thank you. Hey, yeah, thanks, Mark. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and just one more chance to uh, plug your band camp here. You've got <laughs> two full-length albums, an EP, and a sixty-second instrumental single available yeah. there. There's two EPs, I think. There's a dessert menu EP, and then a the new one, the Electric City. Dessert yeah. menu. Yeah. Yeah. You have to click on uh, see more. I oh, think. yeah. I'd be, oh. I'd be buried. Yeah. It's because there's a bunch of Christmas albums there, too. That Are those uh, still up? Those are still up. Oh, you, have, you have Christmas warm, or Christmas heat warmer? There's, yeah, I guess yeah so. man. Yeah. There's, a, there's a lot of stuff on there. Maybe we should uh, try to well, clean that. Let's look at what's on there. <laughs> Thank you.
gosh, yeah, some of the Christmas albums. <laughs> and only one of them is, oh no, none of them are private. Wow, back, <laughs> dating back to 2009, yeah. Oh, okay. okay. There aren't, there I got some catching up to do. Yeah. This is a perfect time for Christmas music. Um, One last thing. Love you guys. <laughs> oh, love you too. Oh, love you too. I didn't hear you at first, but that's why I hesitated. <laughs> All right. I hope to see you again soon. Thanks yes, you again. Too. Yeah, yeah. Thank you yeah. so much. Hopefully IRL next time. I hope so too. Okay. <laughs> Talk to y'all later. All right. Take care. Broken.